We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies edtech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com slash B-E. Welcome to Transformative Principle, where you learn how to be a leader and not just a manager of a to-do list. I'm your host, Jethro Jones. You can find me on Twitter at Jethro Jones. Your to-do list is a hungry monster that is never satisfied. For the last year and a half, I've helped principals get awards, get promoted, and find the time to do the work that really matters. I recently opened a new mastermind slot. Schedule a call with me and let's overcome the stressed and isolated principal position together. Go to the show notes for this episode at transformativeprincipal.org and click schedule a call with Jethro. Transformative Principal episode 218. Man, we're just flying along here. Thanks so much for listening to Transformative Principal. I really do appreciate it. And thank you to everybody who has left a review or said something nice about the podcast on social media. It really means a lot to me, and I read every single one of those, and I just really appreciate you doing that. In this interview, we're going to talk about the challenges of becoming a school administrator and some of the frustrations that go along with that, and then talk about uh, defining your strengths. So pretty good stuff, and I hope you enjoy this interview with Dan Krinas. I do want to uh, talk a little bit about the aspiring administrator aspect of your life right now, because what I hear from a lot of people who are trying to become an administrator is that it can be a very discouraging, frustrating time that, you know, we didn't hire you because you don't have experience being a principal, but how do you get experience being a principal, right? And so I just want to talk to you a little bit about that and where you're at and how you're how you're feeling about that and any advice you have for anybody. Yeah. So let me let me start with what you just said, because uh, clearly you've heard this before and, and I'll reiterate it. You know, I think that's uh, the most frustrating thing is is how do I get experience? You know, if you're looking for experience, how do I get experience if no one's willing to give me the experience? And I, I guess, I, you know, just talking personally for, for a second, you know, we, we probably know uh, some people who perhaps get into becoming a school administrator because, 
maybe it's the money, but it may be just because they've been doing it for a while and it seems like the natural progression. Um, I'm in my 12th year of teaching right now, but this is something that I've wanted to do since I started teaching. Uh, I can remember talking to my wife even when I began teaching my first uh, year or two and I said, you know, I I could really see myself being an administrator one day or I, you know, that's really what I want to do. And and I've been uh, doing what I think I need to do to prepare for that one day. And I know that there's nothing that can really prepare you. I, I don't want to sound naive here. And I also don't want to sound desperate um, because that's not the thing. That's not my thing. But, you know, I, I just think that there's a lot of of good to be done. And I think that I have a lot of great ideas. And I've seen, just again, speaking personally, I've seen success in the classroom. Uh, I've seen success now inspiring other teachers to really be great and and to make their students great. And I want to bring that to you know a school level on a, on a broader scale. So yeah, it's a bit frustrating. You know, I, certainly I know, again, I, I do a whole podcast around the fact that educational leadership can be practiced by anyone regardless of position or role or title. So I keep doing my thing as an instructional coach and, and I know that what I'm doing is leadership and it is important and it is affecting change in my school. But I do want to take that leap and, uh, you know, get that experience and and really lead some more wholesale change. So what do you see as your competitive advantage or unique proposition that that sets you apart from other people who may be applying in your area for principal jobs or school leadership positions? All right. Now I feel like I'm... uh... In, a, in an interview. Uh, so, well, I am in an interview, but I mean like a job interview. <laughs> no, it's a great question. So I, I just think for me, especially since I've become a, a super connected educator over the last uh, two or three years, for me, it's all about disrupting and, and changing or, or going away from the status quo. And, uh, you know, certainly I've seen, I've, I've worked at three different schools in my time. I've seen where schools just, they get kind of stuck and, uh, they're not moving fast enough. And, you know, I think a lot of times our students are ready to move and change faster than we are. And so I think, again, speaking really personally and, and reflecting about uh, reflecting on my own strengths and, and what I think I, I offer and bring to the table personally is being a, a true change agent, you know, disrupting the process and, and bucking the system and really uh, trying to change the status quo and, and just to say, look, I have lots of new ideas, like things that have never been done before, at least not at any school that I've been at. And the fact that, listen, with me, you get not just me, you get the thousands of other educators on Twitter and on Voxer and that are meeting at conferences all around the country who I can reach out to very easily and very quickly to the point where if there's something that I don't know, I can reach out pretty quickly to someone who will know and can help me and can help my school move forward with something that we want to do, an idea or a practice that we think will better our students and better our school. Yeah, well, I think that's great. So how did you learn that that was your strength that you bring to the table? Um, you know, I think uh, probably just th this experience that I've gotten over the last uh, two plus years of being an instructional coach. You know, uh, when I first started, 
I found myself in a situation where, of course, I was confident that I could bring about change in my school, but I also felt, I guess for lack of a better term, inadequate that here I was, a former classroom ELA teacher and and reading interventionist, and now I was having to coach teachers in all subject areas in, in the whole school. I was like, you know... I don't know if I can go up to a math teacher or Spanish teacher even and and have them really accept my ideas. And so I sought out to just be like super, super resourceful using any kind of resource, whether it be books or, you know, Twitter, like I said, social media, other people going to conferences, meeting people just to learn as much as I could and grow myself first so that I could bring that back to the teachers that I work with and then help them grow and then help them uh, get their students to grow. And so uh, that's the journey that I've been on these last couple of years. And I I don't see that changing if and when I do uh, become an an administrator, because not only is it fun, but man, I'm just learning so much. Yeah, I, I like to call that learning in dog years. And people who have listened to my podcast have heard me say that many, many times. But that is truly the power of connecting is that the you could figure all this stuff out on your own in a silo but when you're connected with others then you can see real change happening faster and you can be part of it more effectively so you know i i think about the teachers that i have worked with who have become those avant-garde people the progressive educators the ones who are like I'm not satisfied that this system is working well enough for us and and for our kids. And so I want to start changing things. And one of the common themes is that those people are connected on social media in a professional way, not just in a, you know, tweeting about fantasy football, things like that, or celebrities. They're like really engaging in the conversation. And I've seen tremendous growth in those teachers like you're talking about, you know, things. That- it's it's funny you say that. Uh, sorry to cut you off. I uh, So this past, well, actually, it was about a year ago, I guess now in, in March of 2017. It was the second year that I was planning on attending one of my local ed camps, uh, ed camp Southwest Connecticut. It's about 40 minutes from my house. And if I had to take a guess, I'd probably say it was about the same 40 to 45 minutes away from my school. And uh, it was kind of a real test for me, not because I didn't think I'd be able to attend. I knew I wanted to attend. So the test, though, was to see if I could get other teachers from my school and my district to attend. So I sent out some emails and I was talking to you know some of the teachers that I really thought would be receptive to you know uh, my invite, but also just the idea of taking a Saturday out of their own time and their own lives and, you know, maybe potentially time away from spending with their families. And I was able to get five other teachers, uh, four from my building, the middle school in my district, and one from one of our elementary schools. And I felt accomplished, I guess. And and I felt great for myself, but I I really felt just awesome for the teachers that, uh, that came with me that, uh, not only were they willing to come and and believed in me and believed in the EdCamp model, but that they actually were were learning and and growing, and they all came out of that day with new ideas, and and they still talk about it. And, and so I think, as we've said before about connecting and and growing, like 
it wasn't just about me and, and bringing these teachers there. It was about like opening their eyes and, and helping them turnkey that information to their students in their classes to help open their students' eyes to what other possibilities were out there for the teaching and learning process. It was really, really cool to be a part of. Yeah, I, I love that. I love seeing people have their their minds exposed to something that they just haven't seen. And and when you do that, you see, you hear other people sharing things and doing things and and it just becomes really amazing to see, well, you know, that person did that. I wonder if I could do that. And like, what a different approach that makes then that, that you're starting to think, could I do that? Am I good enough, smart enough, you know, whatever enough for people for me to be able to accomplish that. And then you realize there's nothing special about any of those other people. The difference is they're just sharing and you're not. And so you might as well start sharing because then you'll be able to inspire other people also and, and do really cool things. And I, I just think that that is a great, great opportunity for any educator. And obviously if you're listening to this, you're like, yeah, yeah, we know we do it. That's why we're listening to this podcast. But, you know, I would encourage you to go invite others and, and do that as well, like Dan was saying, because that makes your impact bigger and it makes their impact bigger as well. And I just think that's such great advice. So, you know, work that into your future real interviews. I think that'll be good. Yeah, thanks. I, and actually, um, I had a funny story to share about uh, what you were just saying in terms of, you know, grow, uh, developing yourself, uh, let's say outside of school hours, however that is, you know, listening to podcasts or going to ed camps or, or getting connected on social media. So I had a student literally within the last week who, so I was covering a class. Uh, there was a teacher who was absent or maybe had a meeting and I was covering a class and a student uh, I don't remember what prompted him, but he asked me, he said, Mr. Krinus, is it like, do you do this, uh, you know, at home on weekends and, and when you get home from work? And I said, yeah, I do. Like, I'm always thinking about teaching and I'm, I'm always doing things to get better at teaching and, and helping the teachers that I work with. And I just, I love what I do. And, and so whether it's connecting on social media or going to conferences, uh, you know, I've been starting to present more and more at conferences or, or doing my podcast or listening to podcasts, which has been extremely fun and, a, and an amazing way to, uh, to learn and grow from and with other people. I, that's what I do, even, even on my downtime. So yeah, I do. And then that's what I told the student and, uh, and I'm proud of it. I'm not, I'm not ashamed to admit it, you know? So it was funny that he asked me, but you know, I think it just means that um, I sort of exude that about myself, that I'm just really committed to my job and committed to, uh, you know, just making education great. Yeah. And, and that's, that's a great way to be. So I appreciate your time. I, I want to ask you one final question, which is what is something someone, a principal can do this week to be a transformative leader like you? Wow. Uh, so in, I guess in thinking about it from uh, as an outsider, let's say, since I'm not a principal or at least not yet, I, I, I guess like my, my biggest thing is to just like really be 
I'm not even going to say visible, just really be present. I've been thinking about that a lot more lately. And and as an aspiring administrator, again, I, I probably easier said than done. I've I've not crossed over yet into that uh, that side of the uh, profession, but but being present and being visible and visiting classrooms. But even if you can't or or you uh, don't have the time active listening and just being there for people, having an open door and just being receptive to things that people are telling you or new ideas that they're coming at you with. I guess that's it. Just, you know, being present and, uh, and being visible and just being there for, uh, for the people that, that work for you and work with you. Yeah. I, I like that idea. The idea of being present is, is a nice little buzzword but then when you really think about what that actually means if you haven't heard of the one thing yet then i suggest you go check out the one thing podcast at the one number one thing.com and it is just amazing and in that podcast and in the book they talk about being present and what that really means is that you are 100 there with whatever you're doing and it is amazing how challenging and difficult that is and for me one of the ways that i've started doing more of that is when I get home from work, I put my phone in my office and then I don't take it out again until from dinner time all the way until uh, the kids go to bed. And usually that's not too long a time, but it's amazing how how much more productive I am when I'm not distracted. It's amazing how much more one of our, like my connection with my kids is. And it's just, it's awesome. So little things like that, you know, those are really powerful. My assistant principal is great about not taking anything with her to go into classrooms so that she can't be distracted from what's happening in the classrooms. And it's, it's awesome to see that. So Dan, thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I, I also uh, just wanted to add about the being present thing that you touched upon it. Like, I, I think that it really goes a long way in terms of task prioritization and, and time management, because, you know, like for me, uh, I'm an educator, I'm a father, a husband, I'm a doctoral student. Like I, there's a lot going on there. And uh, I think if I was not completely present in the moment for doing any of those things, uh, I wouldn't be able to do any of them uh, even remotely close to the ability at which I'm, I'm able to. And it's all about just removing myself from some things and then completely immersing myself and just being all in on whatever it is that I am doing. Yeah, absolutely. What a, what a great closing thought. Can you tell us where people can connect with you and learn more from you? Yeah, definitely. So uh, I already mentioned the podcast is Leader of Learning, and uh, it can be found really anywhere where someone prefers to listen to a podcast, iTunes, Google Play, we're on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, TuneIn, anywhere. Website and blog is leaderoflearning.com, or for more information on the podcast itself, leaderoflearning.com slash podcast. And then the best way to probably reach me personally would either be through email, dan at leaderoflearning.com, or uh, Twitter and Voxer, where I'm at dkrinus, and that's D-K-R-E-I-N-E-S-S. Cool. And you can also go check out the show notes here at transformativeprinciple.org and just search for Dan and the Who Do You Want to Learn From search bar and you'll be able to find all the links that we've talked about and everything and some good book recommendations. So once again, Dan, thank you so much for being part of Transformative Principle. Thanks a lot for having me on.
Thank you so much for listening to Transformative Principle. I hope that you have enjoyed this. I know that I have. If you haven't yet, please do subscribe to this podcast in iTunes or anywhere else you like to get your podcasts. Have a great week and thank you for listening to Transformative Principle. Transformative Principle is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. Podcast for educators by educators. Visit edupodcastnetwork.com for more great podcasts. Do you want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com BE. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all of those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flexible time without all the headaches you get with it usually. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash BE.